Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show, where hypocrisy meets accountability. Sit back and enjoy, or call in and get involved. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. Holy cow, my goodness, my gracious folks. want to thank you and welcome you into the Matthew Dark, Matthew Dark Show live right here, KLZ 560 AM, set nestled in the beautiful Mile High City this Wednesday, the November the 16th. Uh, I want to thank again our guest, our special guest, Dr. Peter McCullough. He was on. That episode is on Spotify. So please, folks, we need you to download the KLZ free app. Of course, that's on all your smartphones. For that's your any go anywhere. Replays always available on Spotify that same day, later that same day to enjoy. If you've got a friend, and I thought this was really impactful, what he said about this 10% left. That was news to me. I, I knew that we had two-thirds vaccinated, two-thirds tried it. I know that everybody I've talked to that's gotten the vaccine has since said, I'll never do that again. I've stopped that, right? So you, he is right on that active list of the vaccine fan, uh, the vaccine pusher. And these are a lot of government officials still in there. Uh, it's about 10%. So if you have a friend in that 10%, they need that show like nobody's business, like nobody else. So get them over to Spotify. Get involved with the show, 303-477-5600. Uh, the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. There's some good stuff going on there. Uh, we had a special announcement uh, last night, Luke. Can I hear? America great and glorious again. I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. Yep, yep, folks, he is going to do it again. He's going to come back. Mar-a-Lago, special announcement. Uh, last night, President Trump, he announces, we'll get some more clips from him from Mar-a-Lago last night. So that is on. And I want to make sure Republicans really sort of get in line. All right. Because what we know, know, we know about Democrats is that they have made mail-in balloting permanent, which means they will win every election from now on, unless that is made number one. You have to make that your number one thing to do. If I say nothing else, uh, you're stopping the vaccine. I think we've gotten that message through. Uh, that's been confirmed. That's over. You, you have to make sure mail-in ballot, mail-in voting, these ballots for a month, election season. Kerry Lake, the victim of election season, we're, we're, we're voting for a month. Do you really think 81 million people would have showed up for Joe Biden in 2020? I don't, and neither do you. He knows it doesn't happen. None of them know it happens. So it doesn't matter, really. Oh, this is all just hot air noise. If they're allowed to continue mail-in ballots, it doesn't work. Party's over. We talked about just because you have a, a driving age doesn't mean you should be driving a car. You've never touched the pedal. Same thing with voting. Okay? Maybe voting this year, this time around, it's not for you. Why? Because you don't know what you're talking about. You don't have a clue what you're looking at. You don't participate with the rest of us. So it doesn't mean you don't have the right to join, but I think you have to take that obligation just like when you get on the road to drive, that you're not going to end somebody's life because of your negligence, because of your ignorance. But what we've shown is that Democrats get votes and they make bad situations worse. COVID, no brainer. The border, no brainer. Are you kidding me? We will talk about, you know, when President Trump announced in 2015, of course, he always says he comes down the the elevators with the, the first lady. And, and his thing was borders. And he got really in trouble. Remember, they were really offended when he said um, the rapists and the criminals that were coming over our southern border got to stop. He said it up and down, all that stuff. He said, you know, President Trump, he came down the escalator and made that attention. It was the border. We have Mayorkas and Christopher Ray testifying in the House um, this week, and they still say it's it's secure. 
So they've lied to you. So they've made the border situation worse. It's about to get much worse with the now blocking of Title 42. Come one, come all. They're coming from Nicaragua. They're coming from Venezuela. They're coming from everywhere. And Joe Biden and his team says yes in hurry. We've got about two years to do this. President Trump is on the prowl, on the rise. And I hope the Republicans kind of get in line. You know, Ron DeSantis, uh, he'd be, I would love, would you not love to have him as your governor? Okay. And this is not because he's so cool, but he's his state first, his citizens first, rejecting wokeism, rejecting some of them. And I'm sorry, the word pornographic and six-year-olds and seven-year-olds, they just don't go together. They immediately mean crime. And what Democrats have done is morph that into some kind of new enlightenment that we sex up our toddlers. And so that's how dangerous weak candidates are. Uh, Mitch McConnell's of the world are because that power now stays with Democrats and teachers that participate in that kind of filthy stuff with children. They're emboldened to continue that kind of stuff. I can tell you right now, Republican Senate, a President Trump controlling Congress, the whole thing. Teachers are going to jail for teaching pornography across this country as they should. And again, we love our teachers. I know we're supposed to say that. And I believe I believe 20 percent of teachers are probably the most fantastic people in the world. I want to say that to you. But we got a lot of garbage out there. There was a story I just read. Um, holy cow. Teacher <clears throat> teacher using a unicorn book and a unicorn. Uh, this is in California. This is a definitely a queer person um, that, that was the teacher. But teaching this was a, her uh, four to six year olds. OK, this was the group. Okay. Now, again, this is very filthy. And so when I say this, this is not to to make you squeam or to puke, but you might. But using this unicorn book uh, in children with all these kind of, you know, funny little things going on and descriptions. And she would, you know, sort of play it out all the things about your 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 special spots and all this stuff. This is to four to six year olds in California using the guise of a unicorn to teach children about that kind of stuff that should keep you up at night. Okay, if you're not completely dead inside, that should keep you up at night. I don't care where you live. That is in your neighborhood. That is in your communities. Because I just told you, not every teacher is a choir girl or a a Girl Scout or a Boy Scout. It's just just not the case, unfortunately. We need teachers to really uphold their oath here. And when you see uh, child abuse in your school, we need you to report that ASAP. Do you understand that, teachers? You have that obligation to do so. But, you know, President Trump, he announces, and I think everybody knew that was coming, I think everybody now has at least the security to lean on. See, he got 75 million votes that most of that was in person. Most of that was election day. And most of that, all of that was legitimate. You never hear the 75 million votes that President Trump got more votes than he got when he beat Hillary Clinton, the icky wicked one. He got more than that. And they're going to say he lost. So you can anticipate Trump. You can anticipate Trump doing even better this next time around, which sets that bar even higher for a Joe Biden. Joe Biden thinking he's the one that can he's the only man to ever defeat uh, a Donald Trump. And, and he claims 81 million in 2020. But, but, but Trump, he gave some focus. We'll hear him. Let's hear him from Mar-a-Lago. He gave some focus. Here's what he wants to do to get this country back. I believe he loves his country and I believe he thinks he can win bigly, as he says. Uh, let's hear him. Get us a buoyed up. Together, we will be taking on the most corrupt forces and entrenched interests imaginable. Our country is in a horrible state. We're in grave trouble. This is not a task for a politician or a conventional candidate. This is a task for a great movement 
that embodies the courage, confidence, and the spirit of the American people. This is a movement. This is not for any one individual. This is a job for tens of millions of proud people working together from all across the land and from all walks of life, young and old, black and white, Hispanic and Asian, many of whom. But it's because of cutting taxes and cutting regulations at the highest level ever and on building the greatest economy. Any time in the history of the world, there's never been an economy like we had just two years ago. Despite the outcome in the Senate, we cannot lose hope. And we must all work very hard for a gentleman and a great person named Herschel Walker, a fabulous human being who loves our country and will be a great United States senator. Herschel Walker, get out and vote for Herschel, and he deserves it. He was an incredible athlete. He'll be an even better senator. Get out and vote for Herschel Walker. And... And there you have Trump from Mar-a-Lago last night. I want to say something about Herschel Walker. Um, the left. So here he is, a black athlete. And if you remember the summer of 2020, of course, this is George Floyd. This is where uh, it flipped, where the criminal was the victim and the cop was literally enemy number one. Right. We, we, we played uh, opposite day for a, a summer there and they burned cities down and they caused all kind of destruction. They set black people back and, and they've really done nothing but harm them ever since summer 2020. But Herschel Walker, former athlete, uh, big time Christian, big time patriot, big time American, uh, you know, they really went after him. Right. So they accused him of the abortion. Remember, remember poor Judge um, Kavanaugh. And they had that, uh, that mentally ill woman get up there and talk about how he was this, you know, mass rapist at all these parties and all this. Stuff. And there was no accountability for that. In fact, that lady made a lot of money. That icky, filthy thing in California accusing Brett Kavanaugh of all this stuff. But but similar thing here, uh, you know, this really icky candidate, Pastor uh, Warnock, he calls himself Reverend Warnock, and it's really offensive to, to be in favor of late-term abortion and call yourself a pastor. That's really offensive. A reverend, my goodness, my gracious. But uh, he will be held to account at some point down the road. That's like blasphemy stuff. But with Herschel Walker, they accused him, of course, of a lot of, uh, and even got to his family, even got to, into his kids. I mean, this is how deep they go. A lot of abuse, uh, forcing women to abortions, not paying child support, not being there. I mean, they really went after his character and he survives it. And on December the 6th, they're going to have another election that will declare. And this is what happened. Remember, on January 5th, 2021, we don't talk about that because of January 6th. But the balance of power in that case, um, because it was two Georgia senators, was all on that day. Now, in this case, it doesn't matter. Honestly, if Herschel Walker wins or doesn't, I, why does that matter at all? I mean, it feels good maybe to have another Republican in the Senate, but whether it's 50-50 or 51-49, they still would do whatever they want, and Joe Biden stays in office. But I just think it's amazing how the Black Lives Matter folks, the Antifa folks, they never came to the rescue of Herschel Walker. Why? Well, he's a conservative. He's trying to serve others. He's trying to live out a life that maybe is more uh, about others than himself. I don't know, but he's trying to do something in public service, and of course, they don't like that stuff uh, on the left. But I just think it's always amazing as, as we were coddling you know, pigs like LeBron James, making sure that he was okay and that he had a platform to speak and that he was given the benefit of the doubt. Listen and listen. And li- but Herschel Walker, because he's a Republican, he, we don't care about the black thing. We don't give you any credit for that. It, it just really is filthy how, how fake and how fraudulent they are, uh, scandalous they are. There's two great. There was two great sets of liars on Capitol Hill yesterday. The uh, House Homeland Security 
Committee. And Mayorkas and Christopher Ray. Now, of course, Mayorkas is the one in charge of the border, uh, the secretary, Homeland Security. He always talks about defending the homeland and all this stuff. And he, he makes himself sound like he's doing a good job. He, he still swears under oath that the border is secure. But his language is definitely changing. I see. And I follow these. I love these. I love when these liars get up there on that stage or that podium and, and Republicans get a chance to grill them. And, and not all Republicans do it the right way, but some really get in the mustache, get in the business of these guys and hold them to account. Christopher Ray, I mean, I've never seen a, a, a guy less, well, less self-aware, but like lying and just not blinking an eye. That I am amazed by. I don't know how more people don't see that, um, but he seems really, really bad at it. There was a couple of things. Give me the Mayorkas. Um, I mean, sorry, the Cat Kamek. So Cat Kamek, Florida's third district. Okay, this is a representative there. Um, these people have had these meetings over and over with Alejandro Mayorkas, and they've seen the border deteriorate over and over and over. Um, excuse me, it's not secure. Let me hear what Cat Kamek has in Florida's third district. Go ahead that your department states have been released into the United States. So I know you guys have done this really fun uh, renaming, rebranding thing, calling it enforcement removal proceedings. But today, in fiscal year 22, you have now released over 1.4 million illegals into the United States. And my question to you now is, can you guarantee that none of those people have criminal records? This enforcement work is not fun, Congresswoman. This is a noble profession in which people risk their lives to conduct it. And you know that very well. All the righteous indignation. Here we go. So I want to make sure that you understand that per your own data and statistics, they have pointed out that, in fact, you hold the record as Secretary of Homeland Security for the most encounters and subsequent releases into the United States in history. Your own former boss, Secretary Jay Johnson said that a thousand a day is considered a crisis. Today we're encountering 7,000 a day. The facts and figures make the point for me. So is the border secure based on your feelings or facts? Congresswoman, um, l- let, me, um, let me have the opportunity to uh, correct a misstatement. Uh, 2.3. Okay, so you can see what happens with with Democrats in there and them watching the border. Uh, President Trump doesn't do that. Let's do this, folks. More from that hearing, more from Trump. We've got a long way to go here. We're just getting started. It's Wednesday. It's the Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560. and BioNTech have announced this morning that its COVID-19 vaccine is safe and... The vaccines are safe. I promise you, they are safe and effective. Listen to Dr. Fauci. Hey, Colorado, you've heard of neuropathy, myocarditis, stroke, heart attack, sudden adult death syndrome. But did you know that these are all now known potential side effects of COVID-19 vaccination? If you or someone you love have been injured by COVID-19 vaccination, please visit ColoradoHealthCareProvidersForFreedom.com. For resources, support, and how to report your injury, visit ColoradoHealthCareProvidersForFreedom.com. And to those who have been injured by the vaccine, from all of us at Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom, we believe you. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom is a registered 501c3. Because of the knowledge that we've generated to vaccinate children of almost any age. 
Are you in need of a healthcare provider that is patient first, comprehensive in their approach, and committed to results-based care? At Roots Medical in the Denver Tech Center, our passion is getting to the root of your healthcare concern. Scheduling is easy with our 24-7 customer service text line. That number is 303-569-6794. And for more information on our services, visit rootsmedical.net. Mention you're a Kim Munson Show listener and you'll receive $50 off your first appointment. Roots Medical is a proud supporter of Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. After my heart attack, I knew I was going to have to make some changes. Smoking was out, and I had to start exercising and taking better care of my body. You know what really surprised me? My body started to feel better faster when I dealt with the sadness and fear I was feeling after the heart attack. When it comes to your body, your mind really matters. For more about the mind-body connection, go to apahelpcenter.org. That's apahelpcenter.org. A message from the American Psychological Association. Alrighty, folks, welcome back in, and we thank you. 303-477-5600, that's for your thoughts. If we've come in and we've tapped you, and you need to get it out, if you're, if you're sickened by, you know, disgusted by uh, some of the conduct on the left, of course get that out. We need to know about it. We're going to actually be doing a series here coming up on get, our, our, our next round of guests are going to be all about what's going on in the schools. What's going on? How do you get in there? Because I'm going deep into the schools here for this next season, election season, but there are so many ways we as parents can be in the face of, in the mustache of, in the grill of school officials that think they can teach this weirdo, wacko, icky, filthy criminal stuff. Okay, so period, end of story on that. We're going to be running a series on that because we couldn't vote them out, evidently. So we'll have to join them inside and and turn them away. Um, President Trump announcing, of course, that's going to give some some solidification. What I said about Republicans getting in order, getting online and, and just staying in your place is that Ron DeSantis just won that election. He can in no way start begin campaigning against Donald Trump. So everybody needs to just accept the fact that you're going to get 100 million votes for Donald Trump. Nobody else is even get remotely close to that. This will be the this will be the Hail Mary if he's able to get elected. And again, I don't look at Donald Trump as he is the Messiah. He's the savior. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that there's he's been the only one shown to to halt and reverse the direction of these diabolical sickos. And I say that just with the evidence so far. But we're doing weird things with children. We're letting the border become out of control. You heard that stat from that hearing that describe. Are you kidding me? Six to 7,000 encounters a day? That can't be. They said 1,000 marks a crisis. They're coming from Venezuela. They're coming from Venezuela. I mean, um, Puerto Rico. I mean, God, what is it? Colombia. They're coming from Nicaragua. They're coming from places, folks. That there is no limit. To, I mean, you can bring all of then South America begins to come through here. How do we take care of all these people? We've got our own homeless running around. And, of course, we'll talk about this, this Poland, Russia, Ukraine escalation. An absolute fact that that situation doesn't even begin with President Trump. It's fact. There is no energy crisis. Fact. Russia stays in line. Fact. They all behave themselves. Why? Because the United States is in the game. We're not going to go for this kind of stuff. Even though Ukraine is a corrupt piece of trash country, want nothing to do with it. I pray for their children. I don't like children being harmed in these kind of things. So that's where my one piece of attention, my one... uh, Part of my heart still goes because I don't like that stuff at all. Makes me want to take revenge. We'll talk. There's a great piece of scripture about revenge, uh, but you can't do it. Uh, it has to be left to others. Uh, but 
Poland is now going to have their hand out. Oh, my gosh, we were hit with some shrapnel uh, from Ukraine. And, and really now all of that region, you know, let's get the pocketbook going. Because you just saw this FTX scam. Wealthy guys lost a lot of money uh, in that quick. I mean, that's like a microwave Ponzi scheme that went up and down and blew up in just a couple. I mean, that's a, that's a shocking fall and a lot of fallout from it. You know, the average person, thank God doesn't have Bitcoin. The average person is not collecting Bitcoin. Their average person may be collecting silver and gold coins, something like this, but they're not running around. Uh, and so thank God that happened. You know, Bitcoin was 10 years ago, like $500, and it went up to $67,000. And there's people at that point, go, oh, it's 100000 You won't even be able to buy anything without a Bitcoin. You know, shame on them. Same thing with the same, the same lie as the vaccine is safe and effective. Uh, all these lies that come out, that, but you get more lying. Now, you get to lying with conservatives. Don't get me wrong. Plenty of liars over there. Mitt Romney and Mitch McConnell's and those kind of people are really the same as the Democrats. But you get more lying and I guess more despicable type deceit from the left. So it just, it, it just shows um, you can't play with them. I really like this. Um, you know, we, 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 the FBI is such uh, is so exposed as the frauds that they are now from the higher levels. And I know we're still, again, we've got great field agents out there and they're working. Hard, and I believe that, too. But there's some high ranking officials that are so corrupted that their works, their good deeds go unnoticed because it's so overwhelming, so over egregious what they do. So Christopher Ray, he runs around talking about what's the greatest threat to the homeland, these domestic terrorists. And he's talking about white supremacy stuff. He's talking about Timothy McVeigh type people, uh, Unabomber type people, Trump type people. He's trying to put those all together in one and saying that's the greatest threat to the homeland. Uh, in your testimony, you consider domestic violent, violent extremists to be the greatest threat to um, to our, you know, health and, and well-being here in the United States. Do you, do, you, do you stand by that? Well, let me just make a slightly finer point on it because precision is important here. The greatest threat to us in the homeland is lone actors in small cells, typically radicalized online, using easily accessible weapons against soft targets. That group includes two categories, both domestic violent extremists and homegrown violent extremists, which are foreign terrorist inspired. So they're very similar, but it's two big buckets. Do you, do you know how many, how, many, how many fatalities we had in 2020 from, uh, from DVEs? I don't have the, the number of deaths off the top of my head, but I know that in 2020, uh, the most lethal attacks or the, la the lethal attacks that we had came from what we categorize as anti-government, anti-authority violent extremism, which includes both anarchist violent extremism as well as militia violent Yeah, I think I read there was something like four. And four, four is too many. You know, that's, you know, for the four people that, that died. Do you know how many people die per day from fentanyl overdose? I don't have that figure. Would I, would it, would it shock you to say that over 200 die daily from fentanyl overdoses? Uh, I, I know the numbers are eye-popping. Eye-popping. Um, who controls that trade? Okay, that's what we have from, and this is yesterday's uh, Mayorkas and Ray testimony, House and Homeland Security Committee. Um, but think about that. I mean, isn't that, we're going after Trump. 
we're going after Trump supporters, school board people, people that are going to school board meetings. And they re- remember, they, they, they sent out letters that the FBI is, is available on standby to do that. And, and, and Carlos Jimenez, representative from Miami-Dade County in Florida, of course, uh, just pointing out your, your priorities are so whacked. Gov- you're worried about some vi- militia extremist group, and you've got this stuff that pours in. We said yesterday with Dr. McCullough, I mean, the vaccine and fentanyl, those are the most dangerous things in society right now. Um, I mean, but my goodness, what, a, what an icky way to, to say this is where our priorities are, as this obvious act of terrorism, this obvious act of in- invasion that's killing too many. We don't have anything. So 9-11 killed, I think, 3,000 people. Now, it has had some fallout after with sort of the, the those, the first responders and the cancers and the deaths. Uh, I understand that. And, and, and what a horrific. And it's 9-11 is one of those things. You absolutely know where you were, when you were, what happened. I know that. But we're talking about some fentanyl that's going to kill some 75, 100,000 people a year. That sounds really bad to have that going on in your own country. And with President Trump, you had a wall being built. With President Biden, you have a red carpet being laid down. That's a big difference. And the consequences, folks, unfortunately, are your children, my children, our societies. They become trash. Who hangs out? Who looks at property um, with money to spend and, and, and would select something with homelessness, drug abuse, crime on their corner? I mean, nobody with any stuff would do that we've left that completely um we've left that completely off the table we've we've gotten so whacked on our priorities we can't see the tragedy right before our eyes this is a i mean this clay higgins uh he is a louisiana louisiana rep and you know they really it's so sick in these hearings because they either say um you can't offend the witnesses you have to be so polite to these witnesses mayorkas is allowed to go up there and lie christopher ray fbi director is allowed to go up there and lie to the american people and lie to congress but boy they don't want republicans really getting in the business this is what i call getting in the business of a liar clay higgin louisiana congressman yesterday go ahead director ray does it does the fbi have confidential human sources uh did the FBI have confidential human sources embedded within the January 6th protesters on January 6th of 2021? Well, Congressman, as I'm sure you can appreciate, I have to be very careful about what I can say about when. Even now, because that's what you told us two years ago. May I finish? Uh, About when we do and do not and where we have and have not used confidential human sources. Uh, But to the extent that there's a suggestion, for example, that the FBI's confidential human sources or FBI employees in some way instigated or orchestrated January 6th, that's categorically false. Did you have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters inside the Capitol on January the 6th prior to the doors being open? Again, I had to be very careful. It should be a no. Can you not tell the American people no? We did not have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters positioned inside the Capitol. Gentlemen's time has expired. You should not read anything into my. (laughs) Okay, so, yes, he won't even answer that. It should be easy, right? I mean, the whole thing about January 6th, it was a big old phony. It was a big old charade. I saw pictures. I saw old ladies, probably 70, waving a little bitty flag like she looked like she just got out of the gift shop. And so, yeah, we're absolutely questioning January 6th. So you're not supposed to say if you're a conservative person, Christian person, a light, a, a, a. 
a right-sided person, you're not allowed to question the election. You're not allowed to say anything. You're supposed to pretend that January 6th was the worst day in history. You're supposed to pretend all these things, uh, or you can be shunned out. You can be attacked. You can be harmed. And so we're absolutely questioning the FBI's involvement in January 6th and Nancy Pelosi's and all the players and actors that would allow something um, like that to get so publicly done and, and let it get out of control. This old lady was barely remember who killed Ashley Babbitt. We, we shot her. We've got we've got Derek Chauvin in jail for essentially life, 25 years for uh, the knee on the neck of George Floyd, supposedly. But he did have enough fentanyl in him. And now we know it's a killer. This one, this this amount in George Floyd would have killed a baby elephant, but we know it's the knee. But we're supposed to pretend that Black Lives Matters is a real thing, although we're still waiting for them to save that first black life. We're calling on black people to call them out. And we saw a, I saw a great march in Houston um, yesterday, counting every vote. See, black people are wise that their vote isn't being counted. And so we want to make sure that that is in the grill in the face of all these pigs that take advantage of that. Um, we just get it no matter what. And now with mail-in, whether you want to give it to us or not, we can get it. See, we have to worry about election integrity because of Democrats. Make no mistake. Of course, Republicans would cheat. But this election season where we mail a ballot to everybody and sometimes even a couple of them for, for a month in advance. And then we go door to door basically saying we need you to fill out your ballot and give it to us. We go, stop. Come on. We question elections we, cu- we question our safety because of Democrats. Fact. Um, you know, the other problem with, with the Joe Biden is you get really bad nominees for judges. I've got some stuff at that hearing, too. It's really stunning. Folks, we're halfway through. We're just buzzing up here. It's the Matthew Dark Show. KLZ, 560 AM. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as the priority, and Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all of the benefits that come with a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. Pfizer and BioNTech have announced this morning that its COVID-19 vaccine is safe and... The vaccines are safe. I promise you, they are safe and effective. Listen to Dr. Fauci. Hey, Colorado, you've heard of neuropathy, myocarditis, stroke, heart attack, sudden adult death syndrome. But did you know that these are all now known potential side effects of COVID-19 vaccination? If you or someone you love have been injured by COVID-19 vaccination, please visit ColoradoHealthCareProvidersForFreedom.com for resources, support, and how to report your injury. Visit ColoradoHealthCareProvidersForFreedom.com. And to those who have been injured by the vaccine, from all of us at Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom, we believe you. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom is a registered 501c3. Because of the knowledge that we've generated to vaccinate children of almost any age. All right, folks, back with you. We thank you. Now, show sponsors, Roots Medical. That's rootsmedical.net, R-O-O-T-S medical.net. The biggest thing I think you have to, uh, and we're going to get to this, I think, in this last segment about RSV, the kids. There's a new uh, health order, executive order from Governor Polis to ex- 
to keep COVID emergency orders, but now, of course, add RSV, the flu, and other respiratory stuff. We'll go through that executive order. This, You know, one thing I did like that we talked about um, yesterday with Dr. Uh, McCullough was this idea of informed consent. And he laid it out for you. And he did bring up an interesting point about this sort of up, the need to update COVID-19 vaccines, the risk, because, okay, fine, day one, yeah, we didn't really know we'd have this extent of the damage. But a month in, two months in, six months in, a year in, of course, we knew that stuff. Okay, well, it it was not publicly made each time there was a new adverse event, a new change in the game plan, the safe and effective. It got out of bounds. It did not stay safe and effective. The CDC would subtly update their website, but it wasn't being announced. It really needed to be something like, Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. COVID-19 vaccines are now deadlier than ever. You know, it needed to have that kind of thing. The risk is great and there are no benefits because it does nothing for transmission. Okay, those are the kind of announcements. P.A. Everywhere you go. Dad have it. And they didn't do that. And so that needed to be updated. That needed to be regular. But, you know, the worry is, is, gosh, these kids, they're coming so hard after them. That Fox News article I was describing earlier about the teacher using unicorns to, uh, in fact, teach sexual stuff. Um, You know, the parents are going to have you're responsible parents because now you know that information. And so the result is you need to be at your school's office that day, that night, that morning. And you demand that person be walked off the premises. That should make your blood turn boil. Do you understand that? So that's California. That's the most extreme. That's the most wicked. Um, but I just don't. See, I just don't see enough people outraged by horrible conduct. But we also know the elections aren't genuine. So we have to. Have, we have a lot of action to do. We will continue, continue to be aggressive with it. Now, <clears throat> what we've seen with Joe Biden, it doesn't matter what he's tried to nominate. It doesn't matter what he's tried to get. Uh, through. So this could be like a finance person. It could be an energy person. Those that have to be confirmed by Senate have to be confirmed by Congress. Okay. He has brought despicable candidate, despicable person after another, uh, especially the judges. And it's really scary with the judges because a lot of the judges that he's nominated, one being Katanji Brown Jackson, uh, who, because she was a black woman, was anointed to Supreme Court. That's why she got it. But she had a history of siding with the state when it came to covid restrictions and shutting down church shutting down worship but they allowed see this is where you have to think what a sicko what a psycho she deemed strip club liquor store those kind of things uh necessities gotta have them or society shuts down but you can only have 10 people in a room and you can't do worship and, and but this was a federal judge then at the time or being nominated for and then eventually nominated for supreme court with the passing of that old thing ruth gator ginsburg okay but he's got more of those judges coming through the pipeline. And it doesn't matter what position they're going for. They have this icky thing about siding with the criminal. Uh, we're, we're following the bare minimums of the statute, following the bare minimums of the law to support this poor criminal. Can I hear Ted Cruz? And he's going to get into this is DeAndrea Gist Benjamin. She is a nominee for a federal judge um, and she's despicable. Go ahead. That analysis is that the state has to give a reason as to why they did not um, try the case. And in that case, the state did not have a reason. So you said you engaged in that analysis. Did you write an opinion? Did you explain your reasoning from the bench? I don't um, recall. Um, I don't and I, I do not recall, but we do not um, usually have published opinions in South Carolina. Well, you know, the court they've appointed you to. That's what they do. And yes, I understand that. 
so I'm going to give you a chance to answer my question again, because I started with, do you think it was a mistake to release a violent criminal who turned around and injured two sheriff's deputies and held up a little child as a human shield? Was it a mistake? Thank you again, Senator. Once again, I consider the issue, the issues before me, I consider the Constitution of the state of South Carolina, the United States, and the bond code. And but, I you know, that's not, that's not any comfort that. to the families of the sheriff's deputies who were shot by the violent criminal you released. And you have a pattern of doing so in other cases as well, including releasing one of the people involved uh, in yet another murder. Uh, of Kelly Honeywell, a 33-year-old single mother of four who was murdered, shot during a robbery, and you released one of the individuals involved in that. And listen, I, what I find amazing is the Biden administration claims they bear no responsibility for releasing violent criminals who turn around and murder people. But then President Biden keeps nominating judicial nominees who have a history of releasing violent criminals who turn around and murder people. And every Senate Democrat's going to vote to confirm you and they're going to go home and tell their constituents, oh, we don't support releasing violent criminals who turn around and murder people. And yet we keep following this pattern over and over again. There's a reason people are very concerned about the safety of their families. What is so hard to get them to just take a little bit of accountability, just a little bit of, yeah, if I had that one back, you're right. I wish that piece of crap was still in jail and I didn't. What's so hard? We know you're not perfect, lady. We don't even think you're close to perfect. We know you don't have any uh, experience doing what you're doing. That judge, that is Ted Cruz during a court nomination uh, process who, yeah, like you said, every Senate Democrat will vote for her. She looks as unqualified for that federal Judgeship as Karen Jean-Pierre is for her job. I mean, really, really out over their skis, really out of bounds, really have no business doing what they're doing. And here they are in positions of impact, positions of, of these things. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I continue to be amazed that, uh, that we don't have a little bit more outrage. But, but I want to I go back to a, a little thought that I'm, I'm having. And it's really it's right in front of our face. But this idea that seniors uh, during COVID... We did all these things, all these measures, in, supposedly to support our older people, our teachers union type and above age people, our retirees, all these things. And we did that for the first time really in modern history. We sacrificed children for seniors. They recommended that. Now, I don't know any 92-year-olds. I've never heard one. I don't know that I'd want to meet that woman. 92 years old, uh, has great-grandchildren, lived a long life, my goodness, and, and says, yeah, no, no, I would rather you disrupt and destroy the life of my grandchildren so that I can see 93. I don't think that's going on, folks, um, because you know why? That 93-year-old, she was born in an era where you didn't behave like that. It was all about kids first, and you certainly weren't sexing kids up. You know, you had some respect back then, and so it's impossible, you know, but it wasn't even to save seniors because they threw infected covid patients next door to seniors and seniors died seniors were denied early treatment could you imagine that like you're a senior confined to this room and here comes this person this covid 19 person hacking it up whacking it up all this stuff going on and you're sitting there thinking you son of a gun you put this why would you 
And they claim places like New York and Michigan claim that they had no choice. Uh, if there was overflow in the hospital, they had no choice but to service these people. They would get in trouble. So they, they basically said, you know, we don't want to get in trouble. It's worth this old senior's life to to service this person off the street. There's stuff coming up. There's coming down. I mean, the health stuff is just getting fired up as far as COVID's played out. Maybe, you know, as far as it needs to kind of pick up some new steam. And I think they might have to add some new elements. I know they're going to go after kids with the with the RSV stuff. I was thinking about this piece of script, you know, because revenge, when I think about that teacher that's teaching the sex stuff to little kids, you know what I want? I want vengeance. I want revenge. Uh, but it says I can't. Let me, I want to just take us to one little piece of scripture here. It goes Romans 12 and 19. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scripture says, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, this is what it says. This is what it calls us to do. And I think we have an action step for this one. If your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Now, think about that. How deep does that go? Because you know what we're supposed to do? You know, we're supposed to, uh, you know, op- open the hand, open the door, invite all. Uh, we want to, um, uh, you know, I guess I guess the biggest problem I have with this is that instinct. How do I get past that instinct? If that's a criminal, I've got to go take that out right now. And that being out of my hands. So this feeding uh, thy enemy, feeding thy sicko is really done with this education process in which we are going to demand that a person teaching sexualized stuff at five years old, six years old children, that the, the thirst that they're needing, they're needing some kind of soul searching fuel. I mean, they're needing us to come in and love them with knowledge um, and really set their life back up together. Because th- this is a this is what we've reached as a sort of a bottom of evil in society, I think, right now. Because you have the vaccination of children, you have the suppression of children, you have this incredibly hard life with inflation and all these, you know, just this new world that, that they've created for us. But we, we've, we've become very bitter. I, I want to kill the enemy. And you know what? It's right. That, but that's the barbaric thing to do. This, I, we told you yesterday, this is going to be charged, changed one heart, one mind, one soul at a time. And this is going to give us some way to don't let evil conquer you. Do you know how many times I have spent so angry, so mad? I just, I've never done anything good in that anger. In fact, I was once, I saw this guy once and he was, he was telling me, you dropped 20 IQ points in anger, that moment of anger that releases all those hormones and boom, that coming down period, you're 20 IQ points dumber, in my case, than when I started. And so how on earth am I going to make the best decision, the right decision? I got to get evil out. I got to get hate away from me. Uh, and so that's what we're doing. That's what we're talking about. Because unfortunately, these people, they're in society. You got to live with them. But you got to live by some righteous ways. You, you got to live by something that serves something greater than yourselves. Never heard of such a thing, picking seniors over children. And, and nobody went along with that. I mean, I, there's some horrible, icky images of, of, of grandparents hugging grandchildren through these plastic hugging tents in these other countries. And they did all these icky things. And at the end of the day, this was not the case. There was life-saving treatment right there. There was this opportunity to, you know, Take care of those who need it. I mean, wh- why would you put a sick person next to a senior and expect any other outcome? Whatever Democrats touch, they can make worse. Absolutely. Afghanistan could not. The withdrawal of Afghanistan could not have gone worse. You couldn't. You couldn't draw it up any worse than that. They left all that equipment. And Trump t- t- touched on that. 
spent all that time there, lost 13 service members that day getting out. And they still call it a success. The Bidens, the left, all the. How sick is that? How sick is that? Um, when we update, when we update sort of our. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll do this. Let's step out. Let's come back into this last segment. I want to kind of update this new landscape of how you need to protect your kids. Governor Polis is coming after them again. Be right back. Matthew Dark Show. Where do you want to go to lunch? I'm having a stroke. Did you hear what I said? I'm having a stroke. Why aren't you answering me? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Pfizer and BioNTech have announced this morning that its COVID-19 vaccine is safe and... The vaccines are safe. I promise you, they are safe and effective. Listen to Dr. Fauci. Hey, Colorado, you've heard of neuropathy, myocarditis, stroke, heart attack, sudden adult death syndrome. But did you know that these are all now known potential side effects of COVID-19 vaccination? If you or someone you love have been injured by COVID-19 vaccination, please visit ColoradoHealthCareProvidersForFreedom.com. For resources, support, and how to report your injury, visit ColoradoHealthCareProvidersForFreedom.com. And to those who have been injured by the vaccine, from all of us at Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom, we believe you. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom is a registered 501c3. Because of the knowledge that we've generated to vaccinate children of almost any age. With you folks, we thank you. Of course, another show sponsor, Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom and Roots Medical. But the, but the thing is, it's coming up. Why you need a, a pediatrics provider, a healthcare provider that can actually gauge your, your you know what your child's needing? You have to get a, a provider that's willing to tell the truth. And right now, we're having a hard time getting that to happen. We we have providers that are not being honest with their patients uh, about COVID nineteen, especially the risk to children. I mean, I think it's well-known. We're going to lose a lot more kids to the flu, that is known and documented, than to COVID-19, Wuhan-19. And you can call it, it's exactly where it came from, okay? And so we call it as such. But but here's another executive order. Jared Polis, of course, your recently elected, a re-elected governor. This describes Colorado COVID-19 and other, now, respiratory illnesses, disaster recovery order amendment. So we've come in now. This is what they want to do. They want to add. So here we go, which refocuses the state's efforts on recovery and incorporates respiratory uh, virus. Okay, so RSV, influenza, and other respiratory illnesses in Colorado into this disaster declaration. So they are preemptively uh, going with an RSV pandemic with an ongoing COVID pandemic. And now this sort of mystery uh, language of other respiratory illnesses. This is what they're describing. The Colorado Dis- Disaster Emergency Act defines disaster as, and this is really, think about this, the occurrence or imminent threat of widespread or severe damage, injury, or loss of 
life or property resulting from any natural cause or cause of human origin, including but not limited to this blank epidemic. They have recited a previous one. The threat posed by COVID-19, RSV, influenza, and other respiratory illnesses constitute a disaster for purposes of that act. How so? How so? Right now, here, let's go to Dr. McCullough's. He said it's just yesterday. We had to know uh, what is the deal, what is the case with RSV and kids. What he said is very manageable. The treatment, and it's more for asthmatic children or children with already, you know, maybe compromised respiratory systems. It's a nebulizer and budesonide under doctor's care, of course, pediatrics, of course. And, you are, and you're going to do just fine. You're going to recover. Most kids are going to do very, very well with, well with RSV. I, the RSV vaccine, though, is a killer. There's plenty of documentation on that. You can go check out the VAERS and the CDC reporting on that. That is true, that the RSV vaccine is RMNA, excuse me, mRNA, and dangerous to humans. We, we've seen that. Um, one in six people, as confirmed yesterday by Dr. Peter McCullough, um, one in six people are going to have a really hard time probably with, co- with, with COVID complications from vaccine. Uh, susceptibility to getting COVID, injuries from COVID, blood clots. He talked about the myocarditis. Maybe, maybe you'll recover a year from now or more. Like to take, but, but you don't need to take that risk. I mean, it's ridiculous we're still doing this. But here's a new executive order. And um, children, of course, under two are more susceptible to RSV. But here's where the manufactured crisis comes in. And we had this during COVID, too. Um, here's what they're saying here. Okay. If cases continue and if cases continue to increase, we may continue to see bed shortages across all hospital beds in Colorado as our state experiences a rise in covid influenza and three of the combined hospital things. Okay, so they're talking about all these elements involved in treating these various diseases. I can we just testified yesterday to to covid-19 right now. The symptoms are headache, the symptoms are sore throat, the symptoms are fatigue. And boom, your your early treatment, you're right back into the game. Okay, so that's not the thing. They're not going to the hospital for COVID-19. Unless you're suggesting some kind of vax-injured person is is causing a bed shortage, it's not from COVID the virus, okay? We just said yesterday, and Denmark, I just saw this article yesterday too, Denmark, a country, has gone on record and echoed what we declared just yesterday but have said for some time, okay, that it's a greater threat to your health to do the vaccine than to get the virus. Okay, so that's Denmark declaring that. So you can you can rest assured that if, if Joe Biden said, I don't want another vaccine and another arm tomorrow, stop now or else, it will stop. It will stop. But they don't want to do that stuff. But Denmark has said, no, we aren't doing this. Um, but they're suggesting, and this is what's really scary, folks, is it's just this anticipated sort of uh, manufactured crisis. They also go here. A, this is another element of this amendment, due to staffing shortages hospitals are facing related to COVID-19 and these other illnesses, we have to decrease capacity. So, so, th- so remember how many uh, nurses and uh, healthcare providers got fired because they wouldn't take a vaccine that has now been totally proven as ineffective and dangerous? Remember that? And so now because of a staffing shortage, we don't have a crisis with RSV all over the place and hospitalizations for COVID all over the place and all these respiratory people, people on ventilators all over the place. We don't have that at all. But you ran your business model out, out to the ground because you don't have any workers left and you had to keep raising prices. Nobody wants to go to the hospital. You have a problem. And you're greedy pigs with that money. Um, some of the some of the hospital visits for people on ventilators with COVID nineteen 
they were in the $200,000 in hospital bills when you're in the ICU for two weeks and all these things that they're doing to you. They're giving you remdesivir. They're giving you all these horrible things that you probably won't survive. And you're spending a fortune. You, you know, of course, you could. that's going to wipe you out. Who, who's going to pay $200,000 for a two-week hospital stay? You can't do it. But pediatrics, you know, intensive care units are a legitimate thing. We have a pediatric uh, provider, Tiffany Bartlett, at Roots Medical and a part of Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. Um, I will get some more information on her and, ha- and we will report the legitimacy of some of this stuff because she is in a hospital setting as well, in a NICU setting and going to see those things. So I want to ask her all about that when we bring her on and so also describe her services. But the point is, is you can't drop capacity artificially because you don't have enough workers because you ran them all off or because you're choosing to close off sections of your hospital. Make no mistake, the ICU at the hospitals, this is no, this is part of the business. It's not making up. I wish it was. They need to maintain 85% capacity. That's built into the juice in ICU. Well, that doesn't leave very much room when you do have a problem, of course. But to suggest something that went from 85% to 90% capacity is something that we need to flip out about. It's not correct. It's incorrect. It's false. Okay. They keep ICU the busiest because it makes the most money, period. You can stop right there. In some cases, you need to be in the ICU. In some cases, they're going to pick the ICU for you. Um, But they're going to declare this on children, which is sort of the segue to... Um, identifying and, and, and vaccinating these kids to come back into school. RSV there is a dangerous vaccine. You can look that up. And so what we've done with COVID, see, this is the danger, the slippery slope of two weeks to flatten the curve, wear the mask and do as you're told, is that they've taken this COVID origin, executive order, a hysterical emergency, And now we've added everything. Now they feel liberty and you'll obey. Democrats will obey. RSV influenza. Influenza now is being included in this disaster recovery amendment signed by the governor. So and and it's this it's this theme on pediatric. It's this theme on kids and the shame. If you don't do this and do as we sell, you're hurting the kids now. Remember the last time with covid was all about seniors we went out and, and, and the seniors just didn't go for it. I'm not going to for two more years of life. I'm not going to ruin my kid's life. I mean, most seniors just had the decency at 96 to do that. And so bless their hearts. But that's not going to go around this time with RSV. You can't say uh, protect your seniors about RSV. They're going after kids. And so they're going to want a new push for vaccination. Remember, 15 to 0 voted to put this vaccine on childhood schedule why would they not do that with rsv and these other ones they've just included every potential it's pretty vague other respiratory illnesses going into a disaster declaration so that means anything that comes through the pipe from here on out we're subject to some kind of new mandate because mr polas says so i don't understand that i don't understand this at all how was this going to go this is an outpatient thing parents parents get your kid to the doctor give it treatment right away we just heard nebulizer budesonide treat the kid uh could be azithromycin could be antibiotic get your kid treated you're not going to the hospital if it's an asthmatic kid or a kid that has more respiratory challenges pay number one attention to it stay on it get them better get them through it it's supposed to affect two years and younger we don't know what this what impact immune systems are damaged as a result of vaccination and a result of seclusion we don't know that but the average healthy kid, they're not, they're not going on a respirator for RSV. It's true. 
but they're going to make an emergency order preemptively. I've never seen anything like this. They want to go out a little bit early on it. And, and if it was if they did a killer job, a smash up job and no pun intended, if they did a wonderful job with COVID-19. Sure, we believe them. Great. You guys got us through COVID so well. Of course, they can handle RSV, but they didn't do that at all. They failed miserably at COVID. They were filthy at COVID. Um, it goes back to our earlier point. They make everything worse. COVID was on its way out. Hydroxychloroquine and all those early treatments were right there available for us, and Democrats squashed it out, made it worse. They talk about 1,000 immigrants a day coming to the border. That prior to the Biden administration, that was a crisis. 1,000. And we see 7,000 encounters. And again, guess what? These are mid-20s mid-30s single men of which we need none of zero okay and so that's why we really got to pay attention and really get in the face of what's to come they're at liberty to do whatever they want the border is a real threat see i feel like colorado is a state and these woke states they just haven't had enough pain at the kitchen table okay maybe their pocketbook's okay still their kids are okay still. They haven't had fentanyl come home. They haven't had the transgender stuff come home. They haven't had a sexual assault come home. They haven't had their car or home broken into by a criminal that's snuck in into the country. They haven't had that pain at the kitchen table. And I'm saying it's unnecessary. And what the, uh, uh, And how do you get that pain at the kitchen table? You allow mail-in voting. Mail-in voting is the reason why our border is open right now. And there's a red carpet for all the way from here for the Texas border to Nicaragua to El Salvador. There's a red carpet saying, come one, come all. Got to have it. We're telling them it's closed, but it's actually wide open. We'll check you in. We'll get you going. Remember, they're doing phones. They're tracking them via cell phone. Here, alien, you're in. Here's your smartphone. Now get out of here. I still have patience. We talk to people. I don't have a smartphone. But our aliens have our illegal aliens, our new citizens all have smartphone. Oh, folks, you know, it's the end of a Wednesday, which means we are not back to you until Monday. And so it's been a hoot with you. If you need to catch any of the shows, go to Spotify, Instagram, email the show. But until next time, folks, remember, serve God, help others, stay good. Goodbye. with the show on Instagram at the Matthew Dark Show or send an email to the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. Missed a show? Download any episode on Spotify. The Matthew Dark Show, live Monday through Wednesday at 9 a.m. on KLZ 560.